David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shans himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. We interview winners, people that are winning. They have social proof, okay? It's not just theory, not just people who can talk a good game, but somebody that actually did something, okay? So I'm excited actually to have this guest today, man. Um, my brother, do you know at one time we was neck and neck at 40,000 followers? We was like neck and neck. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get to 42 before you. And now you're at how many? Like two something. Like two something. I got 80. <laughs> I'm at 80 something. I'm doing better than I was. But um, uh, I've been able to watch this young man, this gentleman, this boss grow um, just exponentially in, in, a, in a short time window, right? But we'll get into like kind of all the groundwork you did before. But Nehemiah Davis, what's up, hey, bro? Thank you. I'm super excited to be on the Social Proof Podcast, bro, and just oh, ready to share whatever game I could share. It's, a, it, it's an honor, man, just because you are you're, you're just an international person. You feel me? Like, yo, you're oh, really man. the before you. I've never met anybody that traveled more than you, like they've been to more countries because you would like put it on your Instagram like, oh, well. 30 countries, 31, 35. Yeah. And it's like, how many countries you been 55. to? 55. I've been hovering countries. on 55 because it, for me to travel now, I got to get deeper. It's not like a just here to Colombia. Here, you got to go to like Peru that, right. where you got to connect three different places. So a lot of my places are straight shots. Like I'm from Philly. So mm-hmm. normally I can go anywhere from Philly, Philly to Atlanta, Philly. I mean, Philly to Mexico, Philly to DR, Philly to Paris, Philly to London. So I was able to knock them out quicker. But now that I got to go do some connecting, I've been hovering around 55 for a minute. Why do you travel so much, bro? I love it, bro. You, My favorite quote is, once your mind is expanded to a new concept or idea, it's hard to go back to its original way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So once I realized that I can see more, you know, it was just, and do more, it just changed the game for me. I, it's like exposure. Like, once you see there's so much more than... Like, when I go to a lot of these countries, there's no public assistance. There's no, you got to go out there and make it happen. So, for me, I just get inspired, and the world is so much bigger than Philadelphia and Atlanta. Like, you got to get outside of your your, your box, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. What was the the first country that you went to, and did you get on that journey? Or did you, you like, go to one, one country and say, yo... I got to go to another one. I got to go to, or did you look up? I had like two, three countries under my belt. I was like, yo, this could be a thing. I don't even know what made it a thing, bro. I just got addicted to just trying something new. I drove to Canada. That was my first country. Like a seven hour drive from Philly. And I just been traveling ever since then. I don't even, 
It still is not a thing. I just say, yo, I want to travel. It's a yeah. thing. You got to count on it, bro. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's for yeah. sure a thing right now. But I don't know what really made me do it when you say, when, when I think about it in that regard, I just like. It's just the experience. Yeah, so that might it, be your, your hooping. Like the, you know, I play ball that's and I'm like, dang, I want to go hoop again. Like, yeah, that's my vice. Traveling yeah. is my vice. I, at that time, I wasn't spending no money on clothes, nothing. I was take that money and put it on experience because the clothes and the material, that thing is going to wear out. It's like my wife and my daughter, I took them to all these different countries. You'll forget a bag that I'll buy you. Yeah. You'll forget a wallet. You won't forget when we was having lunch under sitting at the Eiffel Tower on the grass with a, a rug outside eating a meal. You won't forget that. Yeah. But you'll forget the bag I bought you. You'll forget the sneakers I bought you. So I'm big on giving people memories over materials. That's amazing. Dang, I didn't even do an introduction. At, at least introduce yourself to the people. My bad. Yeah, so, I also into the, like, goodness gracious. Yeah. So my name is Nehemiah, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, I teach people around the world how to grow their following, how to increase their income on social media, as well as how to open up profitable event spaces. Um, and that's pretty much it. Full-time entrepreneur last 14 years, dabbing in jail since I was two. Got kicked out of high school, kicked out of college, been fired from 10 jobs. But I operate with a specific quote, and it, it has to work or it has to work. I believe that everybody can create the lifestyle that they desire if they make up in their mind. There's no other option. Mm-hmm. And I've just been a no other option guy since I started 14 years ago. I'm like, yo, I'm going to make this thing work. Gotcha. You said your dad been in jail since you were two. He Is just he died in jail? in jail about a year ago. Really? So he died. He had, uh, I think he might, he had a heart attack. So he committed murder and he, well, allegedly, you know, he said he didn't, but that's what they put him in there. Life right. in prison. He'd been in there my entire life, bro. So I was two. How often did you go see him? I ain't seen him in 15 years, so it's not that often. Yeah. Really? Which is my fault. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are grossly affected by not having having another parent. I just never was affected because my mom took took such well care of me, just making sure all my needs was met. Like, I never felt ill will to him or nothing. It's just the real thing was he was like four or five hours away. I hate driving. So mm. they ain't no way. I wasn't driving five hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so did, did you have any other, like, male figures in your life? I had I had a stepdad, but that didn't, that didn't count for anything. I didn't really learn anything from him. I didn't really... Uh, get anything from him. So I didn't really start getting mentors until I was about 22, 23 years old, mm-hmm. which I wish I would have did it so much sooner. Bro. How old are you now? Uh, 33. 33. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I'll be forgetting. <laughs> yeah, like 33, 32. Yeah. So in this childhood, and, and I'm, I'm asking these questions, not, you know, for your, your dad or the male, you know, influencing your life. But when I met you, you were heavily into philanthropy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. like, like, really putting on for your city, yeah, giving yeah. back to the kids, and like that major focus. Yeah. Like, yo, I just want to do what I can for the community. So, how did you develop that? My mom. So, we had our first business, which was a fruit truck. We used to sell fresh fruits and vegetables on the side of the road. It's funny because I went in my grandma's house where I was born, where I was raised, and got my book. And I used to keep a fruit log of how much I made every day. Mm. But my mom would say, son, we're making money now. Uh, we need to begin to give back. Mind you, I, as I just looked in the book, my best day profit-wise was probably like $30, $40, bro. Mm. And I worked this business for a year. I literally got the book. How old and it you? says probably like 21 20 Yeah, 21 Your best day was $30, 40 bucks. Yeah, $30, 40 Profit. 
Meaning I would be out there all day long. I would wake up at four or five in the morning, go get the fruit from the fruit place. I would come back, bag it up and set it up and be out there from anywhere from 10 a.m. to seven every day. Some days I made 100. Some days I made 150. Uh, but most times, don't forget, I had to buy the fruit. So I would buy $80 worth of fruit, make 95. I would buy $100 worth of fruit, make 110. So I wasn't really making any money. But my mom was like, yo, you're making money. We need to get back. I'm like, what, should, what, what do you... Uh, suppose that we do. She said, we should start feeding the homeless. With the 30 bucks that you With, got? Who's so, going to feed you? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. so it's funny, and, and, and I'll talk about the homeless thing, but for a year straight, bro, I couldn't eat on that truck because I, I would try to offer superior service to everyone who came to my truck because the only thing I could eat every day was a dollar rice and gravy. So I couldn't eat the fruit because, you know, Biggie thing, don't get high off your own yeah. supply. If I eat the fruit, I'm eating the profit. Right. I needed every little dollar at that time. So what I would do is I would just offer superior service. And when they tip me, I'll go get me rice and gravy. And mind you, I still live with my grandma. So I knew that it would be dinner when I got home. Right. So I just had to be able to at least get the rice and gravy money. Right, because right. I wasn't really making no $10 of profit, 20 30 40 50 on, on my best day. But my mom said, we're making money. And I was like, oh, I guess we are making money. But I wasn't calculating the actual profit. It really made me think about it when I looked at my book. Was anybody looking at the profit? No, I don't think nobody was. I didn't have no mentor, bro. I was just out here. And your mom, obviously, she probably didn't have a mentor either, right? of course not. And both of y'all was running it together? No, I was running it by myself. Oh, you was running it by yourself. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I'm saying, she was like, yo, you doing your thing? We wasn't doing our thing. But we we always kept in my mind that (laughs) we're doing our thing. So right. we just start feeding the homeless. She went out there one Monday, her and my sisters without me. And for $50, we felt like 60, 70 people. I'm like, yo, that's all it takes to feed that amount of people? Mm. Uh, y'all came back too quick. Let me try it again with y'all next week. We did it, myself, and we did it for the next eight, nine years straight. And over that next eight, nine years, we started incorporating other things, uh, taking kids skiing. I understand African-American kids, bro. They're, we're not exposed to many things. So my mom used to take me skiing because she said, I want to be able to have you do things that other kids do who are more well off. So we took, we would take hundreds of kids, about 100 people skiing, fully paid for, so they don't have to pay for it. If you ask, you've been skiing before? <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you ask 10 African-Americans, have right. you been skiing? One of them out of 10 maybe have been skiing. Right. So we take them skiing, right? We uh, Back to school event, we provide every kid, a 1,000 kids, fully stuffed book bags, moon bounces, clowns, characters, the whole works. Thanksgiving, we bust in hundreds of homeless people, provide them with warm meals, haircuts, coats. Christmas, we give a 1,000 kids toys, 100 of them brand new bikes. We did this for the last 13 years. So wow. every year I've been incorporating different strategies, not strategies, different ways to provide but one of my, 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 my keys to success that I never even really share, I tell people to serve your way to success. Mm-hmm. I've been giving back forever for the last 13, 14 years. No one really know. They see me now because I'm heavily focused. You know, yeah. when I, what, I, that time when we had our followers, I was just more focused on philanthropy. I was focused on a little bit of everything. Yeah. But I got focused. I locked all the way in for about two years straight only on business. Yeah. We still give back. But not as much as we was, my mom doing. It's not in the public light right, now. Because right. I just locked in during that time. Yeah. But I tell people all the time, serve your way to success. I was able to propose to my wife on Steve Harvey show, 75,000 engagement. Paid for the ring, paid for me and my entire family to come there. Um, paid for Maxwell came and sing for us. We went to a show, everything fully paid for. 
is because someone saw me, Patrice Washington, I think you know her, I'm not sure, Patrice Washington, Mm -hmm. she said, you never know who got the power to bless you. She got me on that show because she said, yo, I've been following you. I've been seeing all the work you've been doing. I got the uh, Neighborhood Award from Steve Harvey. We got $30,000. It wasn't because I'm this cool entrepreneur. They watched the track record of giving back. So I tell people all the time, man, your giving will also make room for you. Serve your way to success. You know some of our mentors, we served them. Yeah, E.T., I remember when he, when I first booked him, prior to me booking him for a year straight, I was just following that man, me and Jasmine, just taking pictures. I wasn't even yep, a picture taker. Yep. Serving. Serve my way into that relationship. And that's what I do with a lot of people. And that's oftentimes overlooked because most people miss out on opportunities if a paycheck isn't tied to them. So they're sleeping. I go get the opportunities that the paycheck ain't tied to it because I know what the future could. Yeah. And here's here's what's dope about you, too. Like, you can see, follow you on social media, you are super focused on business, lifestyle, the things that life can afford. But nobody can ever say that you didn't serve for 13 years. Oh, no. Nobody can take that from you. No, you're not. You, you feel can't. me? Yeah. So you get a pa- yo, you get a you truly get a pass to do all the flamboyant stuff, to buy the roll. You get a pass because you've you've done it yeah. and still doing it, yeah, right? Doing, yeah. uh, tell I'll, me the story on uh, on uh, Spurgo. Because I remember when you first kind of like started like rocking with him, yeah. and now the kids running a seven figure business. Seven figure business. He he make a hundred. Hundred grand a month, bro. Every month, he hit me up like, "Yo, bro." He hit me How up. How did like, y'all connect? Spurgo, him and his mother, we were at something called uh, a Doom Day. This was years ago, and they just saw me there. And how long ago you think? Probably four or five years ago. Right. Probably I would say that they saw me there. I didn't think. I just said, "Hey, to the kid, whatever." January 2018, he messaged me, and I and I always hold on to the DM. Like, hey, Mr. Neo, or I don't even think it was Mr. Neo at the time, but hey, Neo, whatever it was, I want to, I, I got this money for my birthday. I want to start my own T-shirt brand. Like, cool, man, I'm going to help you out. So I gave him my T-shirt program. He still owed me $100 for that. I said, I'm going to charge you 100 for that. And he just took the information and ran with it. About two months after that, I, I launched my seven-week program for youth where I mentored 10 kids for seven weeks straight. I tore home everything from affirmations to... Uh, mindset to marketing. I mean, he's almost a splitting image of me now yeah. for the most part. And I told him all of these things in seven weeks. And then from there on, I just started taking him places with me. I took him to his first conference in L.A. I took him to Puerto, Re- Puerto Rico. I took him to St. John. I took him to Hawaii. So f- really expand his viewpoint on what's possible. Mm. And ever since then, that man been rolling. He got his own store now. He got a headquarters. He's making 100 grand a month minimum. Yeah. Um, and He's 14. He's fearless. He's relentless. Like, yeah. he will not stop. And it's only been two years. So all this happened in that short span of two years of being locked in. He retired his mom. But, again, I say all this to say it's easier for a people to accomplish these things when they got an example. Mm. He didn't know retiring your mom was a thing. He saw that I retired my yeah. mom. Oh, it's a thing. He didn't know making X amount of money with your brand is a thing. He see all these people making X amount of money with their brand. Yeah. So I'm telling you, the number one thing that most people should focus on is exposure. And, we, you know, we talk about environment. One day I had you Shans in my car. A dude just kept talking about environment. I'm like, bro, you got to give him some gems. Mm. But now when I think about it, I'm like, yo, that's the number one thing people should be focusing on is who you're around. What you're thinking. What are you taking into your cycle, into your psyche? I tell people all the time, 
Um, you got to do an audit on yourself. Who are you talking to daily? Who are you texting daily? What are you watching? What are you reading? All of these things are going to be in direct correlation to the person you become, whether you become successful or not. Yeah. It's going to be based on what you do daily. 100%. I think like maybe that like that week of the, the call when we did it, something hit me. I don't know if it was a conversation or something I was watching. And I said, yo, I got it. I fi- I, yo, bro, I figured it out. Yeah. If you stay around it long enough, you become it, period. On both sides, right? So if, both sides. If you stay in the streets long enough, you become it. Facts. Yo, I, I ain't going to lie, man. I was, I've never really been like the thug type dude, but I, I wound up selling drugs and you know being a rapper because that's what in my environment said, that's what we do. Yeah. And then we get around authors and we get around event space owners, right? I got my event space after you had yours. I'm like, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if I, if I never met you, I'd say, oh, well, I don't, I, I just, if I'm going to do an event, I might as well just rent somebody's, rent somebody's space out. Yeah. But it's a thing now. It's, yeah, big thing. Yeah. So, so tell me about the environment that changed from philanthropy to this digital marketing space. Because I felt like I saw it and it wasn't that you were heavy in the marketing, but I just seen you around these people who had planes, around these people who had these nice cars. I'm like, Neil, I'm rubbing shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And, and bro, it's like I will continue to repeat. That's, you don't need to do nothing else but get around the right people. And you do it long enough, you're going to become that person. You're going to become like it. So for me, I think I went on a heavy, and I told you, I went on a heavy conference circuit. I'm talking about I just start going to every conference you can think about. I went to every Grant Cardone conference. I went to every ClickFunnels conference. I just start becoming addicted to education and, and addicted to getting around people who are sharper than me and smarter than me. So I did that for two, three years. But while I'm doing that for two, three years, I keep meeting new people who are doing better than me. And they're telling me what they're doing. I'm like, what? Like, I'm, I'm in... I'm. My brother Josh, I met he do Amazon. I met him at a at a uh, 10x conference. Dude ended up being in my wedding. We talk every day. He's relentless. He's like, I gotta get it. I'm never gonna stop. When you're talking to somebody like that who who has a keen desire on making it happen, anytime he call me and I'm slacking, yo, what you doing, bro? I gotta just start getting up. <laughs> All right. I don't even want to do nothing, but <laughs> right. I gotta just get up and start moving and making something happen. Yeah. Uh, he entered, uh, he took me to a conference. I met my buddies Richard and Lazenham this several years ago. They at the time twenty four twenty five. Their best month selling e commerce was two point one million. Mm. I'm like, what? And, and I'm gonna be honest. I think I want to say you know, I don't know if you would have started your t shirt brand. I don't know if I would have started my t shirt brand if we asked you started in the digital age. Yeah. Yeah. I started with a fruit truck because I didn't have nobody. I didn't know nothing else. I started a fruit truck because I was driving my grandma to get fresh fruit every week. I'm like, this looks like something I'm comp- yeah. competent enough to start. Yeah. I would have never did fruit truck, junk removal, moving. I would have jumped straight to digital marketing. Right, for sure, for sure. And when I saw what they did, $2.1 million in a month, I'm like, yo, what you guys doing? How you doing it? And they just start talking about different ways. We was inside of their uh, Airbnb, Airbnb they had. We said, we got all of these people interested in joining uh, our mentorship program. And it was a list of about 5,000 names. Mm. It said they have anywhere between zero to 1,000 to invest. And it was all red. They said, yeah, we don't even bother that list. Like, huh? Mm. You got thousands of people. They may have the money. 
we don't even bother this particular list. But at that moment, they showed me, like, just what can happen. And I just start replicating and following a lot of these things that people do. I went to all of these conferences, and, and I don't learn everything from one individual. I look at it like Batman. I'm just adding to my tool belt. I learned something from Billie Jean. I learned something from Russell Brunson. I learned something from Greg Cardone. I learned something from David Shands. I learned something from E.T. I learned all of these little things, and I just make all of these things my own. Yeah. So two years, I literally spent 175000 on my personal development. Mm. Two years. Heavy. Every city. I don't even want to go, and that's what a lot of people got to understand is sometimes opportunity is an inconvenience. Like, every opportunity isn't going to just be, I'm leaving my lady to go to these opportunities. When I went to ClickFunnels this year, the baby was born three days prior. I wasn't supposed to go. But I need to, one, to get my award. And two, I understand that if I'm in that environment, I know how much one gym can make me. Yeah. One gym for me? Share one. Share one gym that you got that, like, I'm talking about just being in the right place, in the right conversation. Give me one gem. One gem that, that I got from someone else? Somebody else, yeah. One gem from Billy G. Man, we paid this dude $1,500 to be on this boat. We literally robbed him. And not literally robbed him, but it was $1,500 mastermind for 10 of us. Mm. He rented a crazy yacht. It was just a dope experience. And he was just like, yo, spend the money on your brand. Like, if you could pay all of your bills, you could do all of those things. Spend the money on your brand. And that what I started doing. I grew my following because I started spending my money on advertising. I started spending my money on social media mentions. I started spending it on shout outs, right? And that's one of the most important things that I've done because it allowed me to accelerate my brand. And as you grow your brand, one, it increases your perceived value. And number two, you can sell anything when your brand is strong. People yeah. believe in what you say. So I spent all of that money on advertising. I spent all of that money on um uh, personal development, but I dropped one product, I made all of that money back that I spent over the two years off of one product. Mm. So if I didn't spend any of that money, most people are like, yo, it's safer in the bank. You tripping, dog. Spend the money on your bread. I keep, t- my man this year, he sent me a check, 40 grand. He said, bro, what should I do with the money? Uh, how should I go, what should I do with it? I said, he sent you a check for 40 grand? No, he, he showed me a check, oh, bro. It. I just flipped the lot. I got 40 grand. What should I do with the money? Spend it all on your brand. Influencer marketing, shout out, like, spend it all on your brand. He just did one million in the last six months. Mm. Spent, spent the money on a brand. When you say spend the money on your brand, give me some examples so, I, so we put it in context. Yeah. So somebody say, okay, I don't know, I, I, maybe I get the concept, but what should I do when I spend money on my brand? So it's, it's, a, it's several things. One, you need to start attending conferences. You got to go, you got to get up out of your environment. Yeah. You have to do that because if you're the smartest person in your circle, you're in the wrong circle or you're not actually in a circle, you're in a cage because you're not actually growing because everyone around you, you're, you're, you're helping everyone else around you. Mm-hmm. I like to go in environments where I feel actually dumb. Like I don't even feel like I belong in this location mm-hmm. because it's like everybody's out here making something happen. So one, you need to be investing in mentors and coaches. And I'm not saying this because I'm a mentor. Or you're a men- like I still do this now. So I'm going to these different locations and learning from people. The second thing, you should invest in advertising. You should invest in Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Instagram ads, influencer marketing. Because the thing that you want to do, you want to grow your following. Because as you grow your following, you get to grow your income because you're now exposed to more people. 
Um, and another when thing, you say you run ads, should we be running ads for our product? Or you're just saying if I have a dope if I have a dope video, I should just run some ads on that joint. So for example, I, I'll do a meme. Uh, man gets kicked out of high school, college, fired from ten jobs. Now he's now his business is run on autopilot. I'm, that's just one, for example. I'm going to take that one image. Make Real quick, it a meme. I'm sorry. Before you go, do those still work though? Because it they seems like uh, like a lot of people are doing them now. Yeah, they still work. Okay. They may don't have as big of an effect, but it's going to work better than the person who's not doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One hundred percent is going to do that. I love it. So um, it, it still works. Like right now, I'm about to blow. Like we gonna say it on the video. I don't know how many followers trades at a fifty. Mm-hmm. Give me like two months. He'll be at like a hundred plus. What, what I'm about to do with with memes and just just different marketing strategies. Mm-hmm. But you you you. What I do, I do two ways. I run it just to get following followers because those stories are shareable, right? It's content. You want to create shareable content. So if I'm doing a meme, a 14-year-old entrepreneur grows a seven-figure brand less than two years, you want to go click on this page. You want to know who he is, what he's doing. You're going to follow him and tap in. So when they tap in with me, at some point in time, you're going to eventually buy one of the products or one of the services that I offer. Mm -hmm. So amateurs make money on the front end. Experts make money on the back end. I'd rather go ahead and get that follower and at some point in time, you're going to buy something from me. You're going to support me just by default because I'm hitting you with so much value. Yeah. Another thing, uh, one thing that I recommend all entrepreneurs do is value content. Put out as much free content as you can. We got a certain strategy that we run, me and several partners, is I want to make sure my free content is better than most people paid content. So when you come on my page, you can go learn all these different ways to make money. You go on your page, you can learn all these different things that you're teaching for free. But now we have a competitive advantage because if that individual is thinking about spending some money with somebody, they're going to spend it with the person who's been giving them unlimited free value. For sure. So now we're putting those images, those videos, those things that work really well on our page on other people's pages. Um, And that just allows you to blow up. For example, I paid the shade room, like at the time, I think it was like $2,000. And I did a meme, not selling anything. Yeah. And I don't remember yeah, exactly what the meme. I did two. Yeah. Two of them initially for those two months. I grew my following like 90,000 followers. The cheat codes. Yeah, I, I knew it was something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We was neck and neck. My man said, yo, hold on. Yeah. You know what that cost me to do? It cost me like probably like four grand or something. Right. Whatever. It's, it don't even. The, the and those, but that four grand produced about 90,000 followers. Yeah. And you know how much, you know how much I paid for? Facebook ads to get like a, a registrant is anywhere from five to ten dollars per person. I'm getting four thousand, and again, it's not as impact. It ain't going to work like that now. Meaning mm-hmm. you're not going to get ninety thousand. It doesn't work as off of two posts. You'll get right. something, but not ninety thousand. Right, right. That was just because people was hit to hip to it now. They, so was was there like there? So I guess maybe there was a window that we missed where it's very effective, which makes me think. Something else is going to ha- there's going to be a new way of doing things, right? That's going to have an expiration date, yeah. right? Just like the memes or you know the Facebook. I mean, it probably still works in terms of shade room. Yeah. What do you think that next thing is? I, have I you thought know, about I'm it? Trying to figure. I actually haven't thought. I got to really sit here and think about. Because it seems like we missed thing. the window. Not not missed the window. The, next the stuff thing, still though, works. Bro, is value content, bro? Yeah. That value content for us, bro. Just putting out. I'll come in here right now. I'll go film 100 videos, all one-minute to three-minute clips, and I'll drop three on my page a week. And at some point in time, that person, they want to sign up for something you got. They want to yeah. buy your ebook. They want to buy your program. They want to get into your community. 
because you've been giving them so much value for free. And most places online, you can't go anywhere for free because everyone's trying to sell you something. Yeah. So if they're able to see that, so that value content is the true separator. Like, give your best stuff out for free. Yeah. I'm like, yo, if they giving me this type of heat for free, yeah. what I'm going to get when, you, when I pay that person? Right. I think it might be a great separation soon because... Anybody can like put up a, a meme or a post, yep. or anybody can like create a product and run it. But not everybody can just like give you sixty seconds of some heat. No, oh, they can't. Every day. Yeah, you know that's, what I'm saying. That's why something like YouTube will work well for you because the difference between Facebook and YouTube is Facebook. You can go on. You can just put an image up. YouTube, yeah, but God go on there and do video. Yeah. When you when you're on YouTube scrolling. You ever see just a picture come up that stops you? No, it's mm-hmm. you. Ha- they they're not allowing anything outside of video. Yeah. Most people are afraid to do video. That's why they only run on Facebook. So, and that same mm-hmm. thing. Most people are such afraid to put out video content. You yeah. see it with people you coach. You're like, you gotta put a gun in their head. Yo, right. put out the video content. <laughs> right, you need right. to do it for sure. So, wow. Okay. So, and what do you do with these people now? Uh, and I think we're in some steps, right? You said the meme, you said valuable content. Did you have something else? Because, um, you know, my brain just be jumping from question to question. The meme, the valuable content, and just being omnipresent. You want to be everywhere. Your retargeting got to be in place. Problem where we we lack most entrepreneurs is their lack of follow-up. I got people who just say, buy my book. They'll come into my funnel. We get your name, your number, your email. And you don't buy, you're getting email sequence now. You're getting a you're getting a text message, abandoned text uh, message. You're getting retargeting on Facebook. You're getting a ringless voicemail from me, and so many people are like yo, your your follow up game so strong. I just had to buy. Most people aren't doing no follow up, mm. so you're leaving thousands and thousands of dollars on the table because you're not following up. And then the other issue that most entrepreneurs have, they have no order bump or no one time offer. They're just trying to get you straight out of the cart. Yeah. You come to my thing, I'm trying to offer you the opportunity to get three, four different things. So now your goal with every customer is to increase your average cart value. So my ebook is 47 on average, everyone spends 68. So I'm making 20 more dollars than I wouldn't have been making because I'm offering them a little bit more. Most entrepreneurs not offering nothing, just buy my book out. Walk me through the journey. I get on I go on your website. What is the offer? So we'll we'll talk about the ebook. So you come on my website. Um, you could buy my ebook for forty seven dollars before you even. I think the prices are revealed. You got to go in and put your. Was it forty seven? I bought it. I ain't... you bought it for thirty three probably. That's when I first released. The price is going up. Okay. Now it's about to be ninety seven. I'm oh, just increasing it I ain't mad at because you. of the value. You got to make sure you're. You have to make sure it's worth more than what it costs. The right. the forty seven dollars is negligible because you could take one gym in there and go make a thousand tomorrow, literally. Yeah. So it's like forty seven is. I'm playing myself actually. It really should be like a thousand dollar course Whoa. instead of actually being an ebook. Whatever it is right now, you might as well just go buy it right now because the way he's looking, and I'm not it's trying going to sell. up for sure. I'm not sure. even trying to sell anything. Right, right. right. I'm just saying in general, it's like I'm really, everything that is in my book is what I learned and what I've done the last two years at high level masterminds that I spent a fortune to be in. But here's the secret I know 90% of people ain't going to read the book. For sure. So I only know right, right. only a few people going to read the 80 pages. So the secrets is still safe with me. Oh. You know, 7% of all people who buy courses actually complete them? 7%. 7%. Mm. 7%. How many people you're more than meet up and actually show up and apply the information? You, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. Dang, that's right. Yeah, Dave be in the building. Yeah. Okay, okay. So out of your... And you were saying walk through, walk you through. Yes, walk me through the process. Yeah, so we get on there, $47 to buy the book. Yeah. So you can buy Before the, we get there, how do we get them there? How do we get them to the website? Yeah, so you get them to your website two ways. One, um, influencer marketing, or two, you need to be posting. One of my... Ah, come on, come on, yo! First of all, Marcus came on here and gave me everything he uh, got. I, so one of my <laughs> secret strategies that makes me a thousand dollars every night is I post three to four posts overnight. Um, it's like an infomercial. So overnight, from twelve o'clock to six, people are trying to figure out how to get out of my situation. A lot of people are up stressing, right? Mm. They're trying to figure out like, how do I get out of my situation? How do I get better? Like, like I just want to be better. So what happens overnight, we're posting 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. We're almost posting every hour on the hour, all talking about whether it's the ebook or different products that we offer. By the time we wake up, my team, they archive it. So it's like it was never there. But this is your infomercial. Do you think they wouldn't be running infomercials still to this day if they didn't work overnight? Wow. They've been running infomercials since we've been kids. They're still running them. Why? Someone's up and means someone is buying so every night I wake up with a thousand dollars in my account every day, minimum seven fifty every day from the overnight posts. What? And wake up, archive it back to my. Go look at my grid now. Look clean and regular. Tonight, twelve to six. Boom. I tell people all the time they're so focused on how their grid and how that looks, they're not making any money. I'm not focused on the grid. Look cool, but I'm trying to get paid. Right. So overnight I do my posting, archive it. But that accounts for a grand a day. That's thirty thousand dollars a month just on autopilot without mm. me doing nothing. So what are? And these- I don't. I don't. I've never said that publicly. That's one of my back <laughs> pocket jokes because I don't want a bunch of people hit to that joke. Right, right. I got about six of my friends do it, and now in my high level master, I don't share that thing because that thing is gold. Wow, yo. So what? What are the kind of things that you're posting? Is it? I do a lot of flyers, testimonials. It- I do a lot of screenshots of people. Uh, taking the information and making them money or getting them results. If I'm talking about my event spaces, uh, I'm sharing with you other people who just got their keys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's heavy uh, testimonial-based. And that's another issue a lot of entrepreneurs have. You're not getting testimonials from your customers. You could talk all day long about who you are and what you do, how you're helping you. Show us the proof. Yeah. So I'm showing, I'm not showing you, I'm not showing you what I've done. I'm showing you what, who I help what I help all these other individuals do because you need to know you could be on them shoes. You could be in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're, we're using that to get them to the website. Yep. $47 offer for the ebook. Mm-hmm. And then what? So, again, one thing is forget a website. You need to have a sales funnel. You need to be able to walk them through a process. So when you come on my page and, and if you're not collecting your customer's cell phone number, you're losing. If you are not doing... Marketing, like I'm talking about minimum, we'll make 50 to 75 grand a month off of text message marketing. Mm. Minimum, just from us being able to send a text out to our, our text list. Just minimum. If wow. you Think about it. I personally don't check my emails. I check them like once or twice a week. Or I'm asking my team, only send me the most pressing and most important things. We're checking our phone every minute. Like we're just, who's, who's texting me? So why don't you think you're? Why don't you think you need to be sending messaging to your customer 
so they can check their cell phone about it. Because mm. I don't check my email. Let alone, I haven't checked my spam in forever. The average email open rate, if you're good, is like 20%. Meaning, if you got 100 people on your email list and you send out an email, at best, 20 people is going to read it. Open or Open, open rate. It. Yeah. Opening it. Right. Yeah, opening it. Right. We ain't talking about click-through rates. We ain't talking about none <laughs> of that extra. Some people click it by mistake. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we ain't even talking about wow. nothing extra. Um, so you come on, so we get your phone number, your email, and all of those things. So directly onto that, we talk about the price of the book. Directly under that, this is what we call our order bump. And that is, for me, it's like, I think the order bump that we have is like $37 in the States. Get my, and this has to be a unique and a very good offer to make somebody seem like this is a no-brainer. So for $37, you could get my T-shirt program that I created, which I've sold now 500 times for $500. So now they're like, crap. Mm. I used, he used to sell this for 500 I could get it right now for $37. You can't find this nowhere else online other than right now. Mm. So now they buy that. What I now do is we're making three order bumps. So instead of having two, uh, we got two right now, it's three. So now we got that order bump. We could offer something else. My other order bump is something called text messages that pay. It's 10 handwritten, it's 10 text messages written by me that get you customers. Some of them are to get you customers. Some of it is a pre-sale text. One of them is a volunteer text. It's just mm. different messaging that you could send that'll get you results. You could take my pre-sale text message and go make you go sell 20 books at $20 just off of the message. And I already wrote it. It works. Right. Just plug in the person's name. That's all you need to do is done for you texting. Mm. So, so now that's that. So right now I got my customer who just added. And if somebody like, yo, what's the order bump? Look at your order bump as you going in the market saying you only need to buy one thing of milk. And you know they put the milk all the way in the back. Mm-hmm. You got to walk through all the aisles as you're walking through all the aisles. Oh, now I need bread. I need sugar. And then when you get to your register. That Kit Kat get me every time. Your Kit Kat. That's the order every bump. Every time, bro. You're not even thinking about that dollar. Right. It's not even a thought. Right. It's a dollar. And that's almost $37 to get something that really costs 500 yeah. So, bam. Now we take them to something we call OTO1, which is your upsell one, which is that one-time offer that you can give. What I offer is my Greatness Mastermind. It's $99. So, and I tell them, hey, with the Greatness Mastermind, it was $1,000. I filmed it right here in Atlanta. Um, everybody attended. They paid $1,000 to be in a room. And probably with room and board, it was another $1,000. So instead of you paying $2,000 right now, you can only pay $100. You're going to get five hours of recordings. So the key with this is, this is my repack, this is my RR method, which is your repackage and repurpose. How many things you have already filmed that you can just go pull off the shelf for sure, for sure. and just know it was so much game, it could be $17, $29, $37. So on my conference, remember I say amateurs make money on the front and experts make money on the back end. I made no money on that conference, Shane. Yeah. Probably three, four grand. I'm like, crap, I'm done. That's why I tell you, I don't do no physical stuff no mm. more. I'm like, I'm done. But now I took that $99, bro, in this last three months, that one conference has made probably $80,000 on the amount of times I sold it for $99. So you sold my presentation, man. No, 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 not you. Only lunch, bro. Okay. You was, you was, no, you okay. wasn't, you wasn't in that one. That, you, I don't think you were here. You were traveling. So that was my greatness mastermind. But, I, yeah, I sold that recording. Amazing. Like, and, and you get all the different people who are speaking. Him, 500, this person, this person, this for $99. So they like, yo, I might as well get it. Now, if you don't go buy it, this is what we call downsell. Hey, I know you want to get it for $99. Would you like to get it for 75 So for those who didn't take it for $99, wow. who was thinking about it, 
me get it for 75. Now I take you to OTO too. And guys, I'm giving y'all this heat. Like this stuff right here. Somebody is, use bro. this crap, bro. This will get them paid. So now I take them to OTO too. I think our OTO too is my IG accelerator. It might be like 50 different videos on really scaling and growing your Instagram. It's like 300. And then if you don't take that, I think it's cheaper again. And then on our thank you page, what a lot of people are sleeping on, they're not advertising on the thank you page. When people come to your thank you page, they're excited. You just gave them a product. Thank you pages after they bought after it. After they bought everything. The joint says, thank you. I appreciate it. It's on the way or something like that. Yep. And my thank you page, thank you so much. Also, for today, I want to allow you to join my online community, Circle Greatness Academy. Only 99 cents for your first week. Mm. Then X amount a month. So now a percentage of those people, even if it's 10% of people taking that now. So now, now we got people on continuity. Mm-hmm. And everything in that funnel is automated. It requires no coaching at all. Requires no follow-up at all. It's just a, and where I'm at now is I want, I want to do less work. So I want automated things. So when you are doing your funnel, put things in your funnel that don't actually require your time. Mm-hmm. Some people will add like a coaching session. Now, now you back the handcuff because you got to go do the work. So I, re, I, I offer things that I already have done. Right. Greatness Mastermind, IG Accelerator, these different things. Now I don't have to do them again. But this is how entrepreneurs can instantly increase their income by offering more things in their funnel instead of just the one thing. Think about when you go on Amazon. They say customers also bought this right, with that. Right, right, right. Why aren't right, we doing right. it? Like, what, Interesting. Why, why aren't we offering something else? And you can't get through the funnel without uh, you seeing everything else I'm offering. Wow. It's not an option. Mm. You got to go through it until you get to the thank you page. I'm going to have you read it. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. But I have some people that spend at least twice a week. Somebody go spend $500 because that's the most you could spend in there. Mm. But when they're coming there, they, they're not coming to... When you go to the supermarket, you only want one thing. Right. You're just left with five, four, three. That is the power of what a funnel could do for you instead of just like a website. When you finally got this information, right, you finally realized it, like, were you surprised at the money? Did it, did it throw you off at all or you were in the environment so much you was like, oh, it's about time? No, nah, I was mad, bro, because I'm like, man, why didn't I do this sooner? Think about this. Think about this. When you and I started Sleepless Nights, I want to mm-hmm. say then, I had Circle Greatness Academy. Yep. When people are joining, they're the most excited that they'll ever be. Yeah. We just getting them in. Yeah, shiz, they just joined. <laughs> we had nothing else behind the funnel. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives 
haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade or at least grab an extra latte after getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe. No minimum balance requirements and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Yeah, for sure. I personally put a thousand people through Circle of Greatness Academy, whether you stay or leave. You put hundreds or a thousand people through, but we never offer nothing else. Right. Right. It's so crazy because I'm just we're just now building something behind our um, well, I got I got three funnels being built right now. Yeah. We're finally putting some behind it. Just well, what if we started like that right. four years ago? Crazy. I'll be out it. Right. <laughs> right. Millions what if of we months. started. But again, you don't know what you don't know. And your biggest expense in life is what you do not know. Mm. So I tell people, yo, when you get specific information. You got to apply it immediately because it could be the difference of $1,000 a month in your business extra or $100,000. Did you always take information and use it? Because there's some people, they go course to course, video to video, conference to conference. Did you always just take the information and apply it? Is that an innate thing or did you have to develop that or what? No, when, when you start spending the money for it, it becomes serious. Mm. Like, I got Josh, one of my buddies, he spent $30,000 for something. He sent me the recordings. I never watched them. 
Why? You ain't paying Spain. It didn't cost me nothing. So I didn't really feel the obligation, although the info's probably. I know it's fire because it helped them yeah. grow crazy. But it didn't it it didn't have an emotional attachment or a connection. When we buy kids or when we our parents used to buy sneaks, we would dog them out. Mm-hmm. When you buy the sneaks for yourself, yeah. you in the joint with Y'all the toothbrush. Tooth <laughs> you walking real light. Yeah, you taking the laces out. Right. <laughs> putting them on the banister. Put right. Like you care about it. Yeah. So because I spent the 175 every time I make that investment, I got to come here and get something out of it. Even mm. if it ain't everything. Everything that I invest, I get at least one gem out that I apply and I make my money. My thing, I'm going to get my money back for this yeah, investment. For sure. Or if not, I ain't going to do it. Yeah. So I think it's important that. We become addicted to education, allergic to execution. Like yeah. we be trying to put all the pieces to the puzzle together. Like how many time, how many pieces you need? Just mm. start putting the puzzle together yeah. as you go. I watch people, bro. They they try to figure out how to make a hundred thousand dollars a month when they didn't start making a thousand. Yeah. Yo, I'm trying to figure out when I start making a hundred thousand, how am I going to do? How can I mitigate some of my tax risks? You're not even why are you <laughs> why are we even thinking about that right now? Right. How do you consistently make a thousand dollars a month? Yeah. Then two thousand. Yeah. Yo, so I'm thinking about it, man. I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do four different event spaces. Let's get you one. Yeah. And I think our problem as people is we ain't putting one foot in front of another. Yeah. I just need you to do one thing at a time. Let me let me ask you, as um just you know, like you're killing it in the business world and from a family perspective, what is how is the the dynamic of like even your wife now now your wife seeing it like what has the relationship changed at all impacted whether better you know or or what um, what's that dynamic like to see you going from I'm talking about I mean wasn't doing bad for yeah, a while but yeah. like really accelerating and on the planes and all that kind of stuff. My wife is just regular. She don't, my wife don't really care about nothing. So it's just on some. We got a Rolls Royce now. All right, cool. We got a Rolls Royce. It's oh, like it right, ain't. Right. It don't mean nothing to her. That's why I love it because she been with me when I was when I had an old busted black truck and I couldn't afford it. We painted the spray. We spray painted the windows. Mm. Her seat was a crate because I couldn't afford to have a seat in the front of the truck. So mm. she been here with the with, she. So the elevation is like. When you got your baby, sometimes you don't notice how quick because it was just gradual, just progression. So for her, it's just regular. I just got to get better at making more time for the family because I'll be always just grinding, trying to make it happen. For sure. And what, what, how, how is that process for you? Obviously, you know, we are just trying to take care of the world. And I'm asking you, just, just bouncing it off another entrepreneur because I'm an entrepreneur too, wife at the crib. Like, what does that effort look like for you? Like, for me, I'm improving, trying to get better. Putting down the phone a little bit, yeah. watching TV, what you're going, taking you out to lunch. Just, it requires effort. Like, you got to, I always think about Inky, where he always say, I don't want you to be a public success and a private failure. Yeah. So I just always be like, dang, I got to make sure I'm stepping my home game up like I'm trying to step this business game yeah. up. So to be honest, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Every day I'm just trying to get a little bit better with those things because... And with the baby, did it make you want to go grind more and like put your foot more on the gas, or did it make you want to like, yeah, I got, I'm, I, I can't focus on this right now. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say yo, make you want to grind more, but I was already grinding. I was locked in a little right. bit before the baby. So you didn't slow out. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was already grinding. So right. for me, I ain't really grinding harder. 
But it's making me make sure I put things in position so she's good. You know what I mean? It's been so cool to see. It's not even – most times now, I don't just see you on the plane now. Right, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. seeing a fan with yeah. it. So that's I why I, I, I wanted yeah. to ask the question because amazing, I see it's – a. Um, you're growing, saying, yo, just be a part of this experience with yep. me. So that's awesome. Um, do you have any mentors in that space? Any husband mentors? or? Yeah, so Shans, one of my suggestions I tell everybody, don't depend on one. I don't have one mentor. I got dozen, at least a dozen of them in every different area. I got the husband mentors. I got the business mentors. I got the health mentors. I got the digital marketing mentors. I got the recurring revenue mentor. Mm. Because I can tap in with each of those individuals and learn or get a different piece of information. So the husband mentors and even some of my peers who I know they're better than me as a husband, I learn from them. You know what I mean? Like my brother Matt Farini. Like he's he's great at that. I'm, I'm Bro, tell me what I need to do. Right, right, I right, know right. I ain't, this ain't my field. Yeah. So I'm learning as many things as I can from them. I call my other mentor. We talk every day, and I ask him different things. He's been married 25 years. Yeah. He know a little bit about marriage. Yeah. What should I be doing? What shouldn't I be doing? How can I improve? Mm-hmm. So I'm just big on mentorship, period, bro. I think it's... You know, so... I wouldn't went to college if I knew about mentorship. <laughs> right. It was so crazy. It was me, and I remember this night, so... Me and CJ, we got this friend. His name is DJ Infamous. So he DJ's major clubs in Atlanta. And I think we went to the club for a little bit. And, again, it's me, CJ. Imagine us in the club, right, and if, if it's DJ. And we're coming back from the club that night. And I'm in the front seat. CJ's in the back. And he said something to Infamous. He was like, yo, by the way, I wanted to tell you, I'm proud of you with that situation with wifey or whatever. And then Infamous said something like, yeah, man, I'm trying to improve. And that was like one of the first introductions to CJ. Like, yo, it wasn't just he's this guru in business. He was he was coaching him on some. I don't even know what the situation was, right. but I said, yo, I need somebody in that back seat that can see what I'm bugging in that particular space right. and say, yo, this is what you need to do. Okay, how you checking on that? Okay, like I'm sure you got some people like, yo, how's your funnel running? How's yeah, your? Yeah, yeah. And some people like, yo, okay, how's how's everything with the wifey? Yeah, okay, yeah. you know, you you going home, right? Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. Oh, and I wanted to ask you this too, because um, obviously we're in uh, COVID nineteen pandemic vibes, and it seems like you would have to move away from the event space course. Right. However. You're still promoting it, and there's still people wanting to get their event space. So I guess tell me how you manage that, because you it's like the elephant in the room. You right. know what people are thinking when you run the ad, yeah. right? So how do you handle that? One, well, one thing I do if, when it comes to advertising, I don't read any of the comments. It's very rare that I read them because, and that's for anybody, when you start running on pages, don't read the comments. There's always going to be somebody negative. You just got people that got... A lot of self-hate. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, they don't even <laughs> think it's possible. No matter how positive the message is, bro, somebody going to cook you. No, yeah. no matter what. Bro. Right. So for me, uh, the our event space has been doing very well. I spoke to you. You said you've been being, being yeah. well. So I I'm only could teach somebody facts. I'm like, yo, this thing is popping. I've only been teaching people how to get spaces anywhere from 50 to 100 people anyway. So when when COVID hit, we was we didn't have 
venues that were 500, 1,000 people. So we weren't crazily affected anyway. Mm -hmm. So all of those big venues, now people had to tighten all their lists up. So now they're going to all the smaller venues. And then other venues were closed. So the pool just got tighter where where places I can go to have my events. that's what's happening, bro. It's crazy. Yo, we... Like, I think we're, like, more profitable now. Yeah. I didn't even realize that a lot of people are going to be scared and say, yo, I'm not doing an event space no more. Yeah. Because our event space has been yeah. more profitable. And then another thing is what people don't understand, this is a buyer market right now. In the commercial industry, a lot of the locations are closing down, not just event spaces in general. People don't know you could come in here, turn this into an event space, and start getting busy. They will walk in here like, it's too big. I don't know what it can, I don't know what I could do in here. People have no clue event spaces even exist. Mm-hmm. So guess what happens? This place stays vacant for the next couple of years because everybody who walks through here, like, I don't know what I could do with this space. Mm. So because that is happening now, landlords are like, man, come on in here. Like, oh, let me work with you now. Yeah. First, my last month security, right. free. <laughs> for sure. Three months of rent, free. Right, right. Help you with upgrades, free. Mm-hmm. Because they just need to get something in there to stop the bleeding. So a lot of my mentees are now getting their spaces a lot cheaper than they would get wow. on at a much quicker rate. And now they have more negotiating buyer power because, yo, if I don't rent this space, no one's opening it up for a restaurant. No one's opening yeah. it up for that. At one point in time, my dream or goal was that own strip malls. Now I'm not as excited to own strip malls because if a COVID happens again, all the people, all the places in the strip mall aren't need-based businesses yeah. Some of them are clothing stores, which a lot of clothing stores are still closed down. Some of them are boutiques. Certain things just suffered during their pandemic yeah. and haven't recovered. Yeah. So for me, the event space has been really well from the aspect of our owns as well as teaching. As well, people are still, they're getting it done and they see like, oh, crap, it works. Yeah. And for the most part, people is, if you could get an individual another 1000 to $2,000 a month, it could change their world. They're getting five to ten grand to fifteen thousand dollars in the given month, more right. money they've ever made on their job. Who's making seven hundred to a grand for four hours in the event time? Yeah, bro. I had my last job. I made fifteen hundred a month. I work forty <laughs> hours a week. Right. And we never calculate when you're calculating your hours. An hour to work, hour coming home from work, an hour preparing for work. I work fifty five hours a week, two hundred twenty hours a month. I really only need six dollars a cent an hour if you truly do the right. real numbers. I just got to do two events to replace my entire job income. Mm. You ain't got to tell me, but twice that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was so crazy. When we came in, right, I was, um, I walked in, I'm trying to set up the camera and stuff like that. And Dave was telling me, he's like, yo, some people, I was like, who was that? He's like, yo, they're out here trying to look at, you know, your event space or whatever. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, they don't got no appointment because we do appointment for the viewings. They was just outside waiting. They just... Pulled up, like, yo, I'm looking to do this event on the 15th. Like, yo, I, I love it. Let's go. I'm like, and here's the thing. I, I think I got a little, um, I got annoyed. You feel me? Like, yo, you really interrupted what I'm trying to do here. But then I had to realize, yo, they're literally, like, knocking down the door to do an event at my space. It's yeah. crazy. So I had to humble myself. Bro, but, uh, it's nah, funny. Awesome. I got a text just early. Like, please send me the contract. I'm trying to book the repass. And I don't know if you do repasses, but those are, like, when, People pass away yeah, and they're sure. trying to add gatherings with their those things have been not promoting death, but I'm saying those things have just been crazy lately. Every week we're doing two or three of them. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? And before prior to COVID, remember, people were passing away. It was no funerals. Yeah. So it was just like now that people they want to give their people a proper going away. 
party. Wow. So it's wow. been something that's really been booming for that's us. That's awesome, well. man. Yeah. That's awesome. And you just recently moved to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. How challenging Nobody is it? Nobody knows that at, yeah, so he just well, spilled the well. beans. I've been, I've been staying low for a while. You know? Yeah, I'm in Atlanta and Philly, but in Atlanta, yeah. So has it, has it been a challenge? Um, well, I guess it don't really make a difference because you ain't never home anyway. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you get people to run it? For- bro, I haven't ran a spot, bro, in the last two years anyway. So mm-hmm. I got a team of VAs. They handle everything online on the back end. And I have my mom, she manages it. And then we got one team member that helps do all the different events. So I've been out of the management process. I learned about automating, bro. And my automate process is this. Uh, When they sign on the contract, they got to give us the venue the same way that we gave it to them. So, for example, when I run at your spot where I think we bartered, you Mm -hmm. got mine, I got yours. Um, I came in here. Y'all told me where the tables and the chairs was. We had it from there, and we returned everything back. Right, right. But for years, I wasn't doing that. We was helping you set up. We was helping you break down. We bring your stuff out from the car. We don't. You signing on the contract the same way that we give it to you. You gotta give it back to us. That eliminated all the time allocations that we once mm. used to have to give. So that has changed the game for me. So I'm now they're setting everything up. They're breaking everything down and returning. If you don't return it that way, you don't get your security deposit back. Mm. So you that, plan on getting an event space in Atlanta? You know what? I don't know. To be honest, I've been focusing, and I may get one, but honestly, I've been focusing more on scalability. I'm just trying to focus on my online stuff right now, my online presence, mm-hmm. because I love my event spaces. They've been they've been paying me handsomely for right. the last several years, but I, I'm in a business now of trying to scale something. Yeah, I could sell a thousand ebooks in a day. I haven't done it yet, but it's a possibility. Right, right. With my spaces, I only could book one or two events in a day. It's yeah. not scalable. So I'm looking at scalable opportunities right now because gotcha. it gives me the opportunity to increase my income. Mm. So, so so event space is a good uh, place for an entrepreneur. They try like really really get in the game. They've got a little hand, time on their hands. Yeah. They Maybe they don't understand the... Um, Kind of like the whole funnel system and all that, but it's something you know, fun, cool, make a good income. I think having one source of income is too close to none. So if you're, you have to do other things, whether it's event space, whether it's trucking. I'm never going to let my event spaces go. I could just go get one here without a problem, but I know now it's going to focus some more time and energy. I might could focus some time and energy on some of my digital stuff that could potentially make me more money quicker. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. I think every entrepreneur could still have an event space simply because you need an office. Mm-hmm. Like, you need a content lab yeah. like you use yours for. This is a multi-purpose space. Oh, for sure. Content lab, office, I don't care if nobody meeting this space. Joint. I need it. It's for you. <laughs> yeah, you need it. Right. Yeah. So, same exact thing. I need a place to do my business. So, I just still recommend you got to learn how to make money on and offline. Yeah. And you gave me one thing I ain't going to say on here, bro. Where you said, listen, you could just do this, and you don't even got to be online. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's the thing. You said that on that. And here's the thing that I tell people to do. They, you got to listen. I listen now with, with a fine-tooth comb to everything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hear the gym in it. Even if he think or she think they didn't say a gym, what is the gym and what this individual just said? Mm-hmm. What is it? So for you, and I could say it, on, it's up to you. But anyway, anyway, so David was talking on a video and 
he was just saying like, yo, um, man, like, yo, all these entrepreneurs focusing on growing their business online. Like, listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm about to focus on not being online. I'm coming out with a curriculum. I'm going to sell that to the different schools. Boom, 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 boom. Done. I said, what? Coming out with a curriculum? I said, say no more. (laughs) I took exactly what you said that day, and I developed three different curriculums. Mm. Third through fifth grade, sixth through eighth grade, ninth through twelfth grade. I don't got to sell it direct to consumer. I'm going straight to schools. I'm licensing it to the schools for $5,000 a year, minimum five years uh, licensing agreement. That means every school might could commit to $25,000. If I go get 10 schools in a year, mm-hmm. if I go get 10 schools in a year over that five years, that's $250,000. If I get 20 schools, it's five hundred. dollars mm-hmm. If I get, how many schools you think I could get across the United States? Yeah. So you said that to me. I'm an executor. When you said it, I started working on it immediately. Yeah. And that's what people don't do. That's the separator yeah. between successful people. They execute. I just started figuring out every piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. What's step one in doing this? Yeah. I got on a consultation call with somebody. What's step two? All right, do this. Mm-hmm. What's step three? One for that another. Now my stuff is complete. Yeah, yeah. All That's... off of you. I would not have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even have thought about it. You right. said it. Say no more. Yeah. My, my joint is done too, man. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, we, we and were I don't care about never release it. It's done. Yeah, 100%. And I tell people all the time, you really want to write this down. This is a wealth question. What can you create one time that will pay you forever? That's what I'm into now. Mm-hmm. What can I create once that I never have, I never have to create the IG cash book again? Mm. I don't have to. I don't got to create the event space course again. I can add to it. I don't got to create all three of these new curriculums again. Mm-hmm. I don't got to create my entrepreneurship flashcards again. Wow. How many funnels do you have? Separate funnels. It's probably about three, four. And now I partner with people. Yeah. So I do this for them. Like I got partners that people don't know I have. I got several different partners that I do the exact same thing for them mm. as well. Because entrepreneurs are sleeping on that type of stuff. Yeah. So and what I what 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 do you do for fun, man? Like when you're not killing it? Because even now it seems like your uh, your vacations are like content, content. opportunities. <laughs> yeah, 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 every 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 uh, every every vacation is content. Yeah. Everyone, but for fun, what's your what's your fun thing? Like my joint is Monopoly, bro. I am addicted. I right. love playing. Yeah, I gotta play you one time. I haven't played that probably since I was a kid. Oh, that's what we Yo, you should do. create your own Monopoly. You should do that though, like your own like board game, bro. I might do you one at some point. Yeah, we could. Yeah. We just need the need the concept and yeah. all of that, but yeah, create. Like Yo, here's board, what's man. crazy. I have a like cash flow quadrant. I have a you card know, Derek game. Grace ran a crazy bag on his board game yeah. and it helped a lot of people. Like, I got a I got a card game that um, actually I actually booked a session with my D and I, I kind of pay him just for a think tank and um, we started doing it and I think it was around social proof time, so it was like hard for me to like do them both. But um, yeah, I got a. Yeah, I feel like, yo, here's the thing. I got the idea, too, yeah. already. That's just off you saying, saying it. Bro. I'm telling you, that that is it's, it's a one-time creation piece, though. Yeah. That's legacy. Think about Monopoly. Who owns Monopoly, bro? Hasbro. But who the created company. that might maybe Someone might have licensed it to Hasbro yo, and might get a dollar or five dollars off every board. I so. think they sold it. 
right. for like a couple hundred dollars. The creator. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Cash flow quite. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Copies of Think and Grow Rich have been sold a hundred million. Mm. Think Think and Grow Rich sold mm. 44 million copies of Think and Grow Rich. God forbid he don't pass away, but guess what happens? That thing is going to be around the next 200, 300 years. It's only created one time, and I don't even think he wrote it. So it's just like, think about the, that concept. is crazy to me. Like, one of the things that you're creating might be the next Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Might be the next Monopoly. So I tell people all the time, you got to go ahead and switch your lens from the consumer lens to the producer lens. Like, how can you create it? Yeah. I couldn't afford the Gucci shirts. That's the only reason why I started my own T-shirt brand. When all of my homies was wearing the $350 Gucci shirts. I only had $350. I took $350 and started a whole brand. Right. <laughs> right. I didn't know I couldn't do what they was doing right, at that right. time. I'm like, yeah, let me go in and start the brand. <laughs> but but that one-time creation, I think that's like something every entrepreneur should yeah. get into, man. Absolutely. Something. It don't got to be a course, a book. But there's a lot of one-time creations in your industry that right. could be created. could be a cookbook. Right. Somebody who's a chef. It could be a, a dating game. I don't yeah. know. Just a lot of one-time stuff. So what's your fun, bro? Mm. See, we talk about fun. I forgot. It goes straight, straight back, back to yeah. bed. See, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm I forgot the question. Oh, yeah. So fun? <laughs> I like basketball, bro. That that has that has made me laugh. Made, I enjoy playing basketball. So basketball, I might go play today. Mm. So basketball, I really enjoy. I just got my car. So mm. I'm in like a car crew. Mm-hmm. Like we just ride around, it just be like five or ten of us, or twenty or thirty, just riding around the city. I get a joy out of that. Those are my two current funds in mm-hmm. travel. But as you said, travel is now a job technically yeah. to me because yeah. when I go, then you create the content. I know yeah, it. it, it I, drums I'm never up so chilling. Much Everywhere yeah. I'm going, I got my my filmmaker with me. Like it's life is almost a job for me to be honest with you. Yeah. So my fun. It would be basketball and now the cars. Yeah. That's probably the only two things I could actually think about. I like hanging out with friends, though. Yeah. I like just eating good, too, going to restaurants. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I was, um, I was telling somebody, a lot of my work is my fun. So it's like when I'm coming in here to create content, on one end, it's a part of my job. But on the second I would much rather do this than watch a movie. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like some people, their 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 thing is, yo, I want to sit there and binge watch some videos. I wanna um, I wanna go to the beach and just lay on the beach. That's not fun to me. Right. You feel me? Yeah. What's fun to me is, yo, if if we got we're a working right now, but we're not working. Right. I'm just, I'm just enjoying. Myself. If there was a hundred people here, yeah. give me. I would much rather do a whole workshop with a hundred people. Than to like sit on the couch and watch a movie. Yeah, me too. It's really like I think. How do you how do you develop that? Because this don't is even a watch lifestyle, TV, bro. I watch Power. Like I I don't even really. I've never seen watch Power. TV. I want to watch it though. Bro, you gotta watch Power. Bro. I never. Yo, I never, never seen Power, Power, Empire, none of that. You don't, don't worry about Empire. I heard Empire was dope too. Just do Power, bro. You know what I did see though? What? How to get away with murder. I haven't seen that. Oh, you need to see the Banker choice. too, bro. I, you seen the movie The Banker? I didn't, you know, I think I started watching it, but I ain't, the, the dude, um, no, I think that's something different. No, I it's don't like think It's like a good business it. slash real estate movie. I think you'll enjoy that. The Banker. Movie. It's a yeah. movie or a documentary style? It's a movie. It's, it's fire. The Banker. You saw it? Yeah. The Banker? The yeah, Banker. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, well, yeah, that's all I had to get away with murder. That's like, like every now and again, I'll find me and my wife will find a little joint. We'll get into it. But I don't like watching series with my wife, my wife, because you can't watch an episode if she's not around. So you probably don't know nothing about that, yeah. young man. Yeah, I, I still be watching with all right. Like, you won't have to play catch up now. Yo, we'll be we'll be like uh, maybe at the house flip, flipping through Netflix or whatever. And she'd be like, ooh, what, what about this movie? And I'll have saw it on a plane or something like yeah, that. And she's like, what? And it, it creates beef. Like, I was on a plane. What you want me to do? Yeah, you want me to sit not here and do right. nothing on the airplane? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. All right, so so tell me, um, I guess, uh, maybe like next steps 2020 for you. How you how you plan on closing this year out? So next steps, of course, we want to do Black Friday weekend. We want to make sure. Are you sure. gearing up for that? I'm gearing up now. Are you about to go crazy for Black Friday? Not crazy, crazy, but we're, gonna, we're definitely going to try to go crazy. Do you feel like, it, but are you gearing up for this to be the best day you've had all year? I would like it to be, yeah. I, I, I got to actually sit down and put the final numbers on it. But my biggest thing of gearing up is just knowing what I'm selling, exactly knowing the funnels in place. Because what I do every year, yeah, we're going to prepare for Black Friday. And we start preparing two days before. Right. Every year for the last three, Man. four years. So, what would happen if I really got 30 days to really yeah. get this right? Yeah. So I'm going to really, this is going to really make me go. Let me go ahead and sit down and get this thing right. Do you know what you're going to be offering yet? Not quite yet. So I got an idea of just giving you everything for the low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so I right. I think I'm going to do it. Make it very simple. Friday, you get everything I got for X amount. And I'm going to tell you what everything is. Mm. And That'll be that one-time one time opportunity for you to get yeah. get a whole suite of products. You know mm. what I'm saying? So. Is there anything we didn't discuss today? I'm be honest. I feel like this was one of my most interviews that was more casual. Most time, people are just hammering me all business, just right. like Ugh, give me this. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I hope I gave game. Though I don't want to feel like oh, I don't yeah, like nothing fluffy. 100%. You know what I mean? So um, you that, um, well, no, nah, never mind. Joe got a key. Um, the, the, is, is there something that you you good, Joe? Is like is there something that like we didn't talk about, or something that that people just don't ask you? You know what I mean? Like, what what is the what what, what is the game that you haven't given out yet? I know we got the overnight joint though. I yeah. appreciate that, family. <laughs> I don't really want to. I ain't gonna lie. I don't want to share that one, bro. <laughs> I'm actually like, ooh, do people listen to the whole episode? You know what I'm saying? That was that was a good one, bro. <laughs> I mean, but I'm gonna be honest, one of the drones that has made us a nice amount of money, bro, is the value content, bro. Yeah. It's literally going to film thirty to hundred videos, getting them snipped up, adding the borders, mm-hmm. and just at the end of in the copy is you just have a call to action, whether it mean apply for this, buy this, mm-hmm. support that, share this. That has been a thing that has separated us uh, from a lot of different people, just giving yeah. that free value out. Awesome. So, and I just think everybody should, you know, double your prices. You <laughs> Whatever it is right your, now. You should have saw your face like, what? Like, Whatever it is right now, I don't care what, you, double it. Double it. I think it's worth it. And, and you're probably going to get minimum. Hey, you want to know how to double your income? Double your prices. Like Whatever that. is right now, ask for a little bit more. My book's going to go from 50 to 100. Everything's going to go up. Mm. Things go up as we do. Like, think about this. We update everything. If you go on your phone right now, you open up your phone, you're going to see in the app store everything needs to be updated. Yeah. Why aren't we updating what we're doing? Why aren't we adding more value to it? Why aren't we increasing the price? And for most people, 
not just talking like you and me where we need to update our prices and just focus on getting better. Most people aren't never updating themselves. Yeah. We're never updating our software. Yeah. They got software updates, and, and uh, sometimes I read the descriptions. We fixed this bug. We had to do this. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't we fixing us, like getting better? So I would tell people, you need to be committed to just making yourself better. Yeah. Every day I'm like, yo, how can I get better? So before I go to bed, I ask myself, what did I do to get better today? Yeah. And if you didn't do nothing today to get better, you can't go to bed yet. Sleep is sleep is... He <laughs> can't go to bed yet. No, sleep oh my is, God. Sleep is earned. Yeah. What did you do today to earn your sleep? Yeah. Did you go crush that goal you said you was going to do? Did you go do this? And that's if you want to live a better life. Yeah. I'm just at a point now where I can't be content. Yeah. I want more for myself and my family. I'm trying to, not trying, I intend on changing the trajectory of our future generations. Yeah. It's funny, I looked at uh, the Forbes list the other day, and it's been for years. You know, you know, you know, four to, you know, in the top 20, you know, like four brothers and sisters are in there. Out of the top 20, there are Wealthiest four, people in the world. Four brothers and sisters. They've been in the Forbes list probably for Oh, Walmart 20. family. Walmart family. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. So that man created something that still got his family eating. When we far gone, they're going to say, who the top people on the Forbes list? Yeah. It, possibly. It's still going to be the Walmart family. So I'll be trying to think that's the type of legacy that I'm, I intend on creating. I know that's the type of legacy you intend 100%. on creating. So that means we can't really take off if, if we talk about that type of legacy. Yeah. I'm not saying I may be in the Forbes list as a billionaire. It would be great. But I want to know that they're going to say, Grandpa set us up. Yeah. We good. Grandpa left his businesses. Grandpa told us about generational wealth. He, he educated us on how to run it when he passed. Yeah. So that's really what I'm doing. What I'm doing now, I reached every pinnacle that I want to reach right now. I got my car. I mean, yeah. only thing I don't have is my dream house yet, which I'm about to have that. Yeah. Been at 55 countries, and ain't much more I could really see in the world. It's yeah. like I stayed at the best places in the world. What else you got to offer me? Right, right. So now I'm on, on some, all right, let me set the family up now. Let me make sure the people around me are straight. Mm. So that means I can't really chill. That seemed like you're so fearless, man. Um, I guess in in relation to that, what does rattle you? When you say rattle, what do you mean by rattle? Like, um, I think there's there's something that um, you know, just as a as a man, or you know, we all, we all have something deep down inside. Maybe it's deep rooted in something. Whether it's you know, I, I so for instance, I'm still trying to get the hang of this father thing. And one it's thing I'm afraid of is that the the child that I raise will go astray and it'll be my fault. Mm. Am I? Will I be so ambitious that I'm not home? Right. And there's there's something going on in my family that I'm not aware of, and I'm so blinded by where I'm going, I miss it. Mm. These are some of the things that go through my head. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, is there anything, and it's, this might be a question that you might think about, you know, after this, this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I would have to think about I'll be honest, bro. I don't even be deep, bro. I don't got mm-hmm. nothing that's deep for me. Sometimes yeah. I don't even, I got to be thinking a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I don't have anything that just rattles me other than, my biggest thing that rattles me now, if it's something happening to me right now, I don't want my mom and wife got to go back to work. Mm-hmm. That rat, That bothers me. So I'm trying to figure out. One of the greatest things that I see happen, not great, excuse me, let me be clear. 
you know, CC passed away, right? Mm. Six figure check, yeah. and that, that really hurt me. But what I love that they kept they they I thought initially like it was just like dang it's over. She created wealth for their family, and now it's over. Now they got it going now. Mm. Now now it's it's continuing now without her, which is amazing. Wow. So now my biggest thing, and I be telling a lot of my yo, how can we set our stuff up right now so it continues? If something happens to us, if Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki passed away, everything is in place for it to continue. Uh, Sam Walton, everything is in place so it continues. Most of us African-Americans, when we die, it is over with. Mm. You you don't know too many legacies. I don't know who you know, but me, I don't know no legacies that I know when they passed away, the business is still rocking and rolling. It it ends when that person dies. So I'm trying to put things in place so it continues. Like the Nehemiah Davis brand can live beyond me. Yeah. If something ha- so that rattles me knowing that right now, if I die, it's a wrap. Meaning wow. my family like you got life insurance and all of that, but what about the continuation of your brand and your company and what you've been working so hard to create? Yeah. So I'm focusing on that. How do I create a continuation plan right now? Because we don't know how long we got to live. Yeah. But I know it's going to hurt me if I know they were like, yeah, I could look down. Wifey back working the job. Mom yeah. back working the job. That means I didn't do my job as a man to make sure I put things in place so they don't have to work again. Wow. So that that's one of those things for me. I'm like, yeah, I got to make sure that's right. Congratulations. You deep. Yeah. You just got deep. <laughs> that was deep, right? That was really deep. Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going we gonna to wrap it up, man. I like to make predictions on the podcast. Uh, I want to know... Where you see yourself in the next five to ten years, so that I can look at this recording five to ten years later. It's living on YouTube or whatever it is at the moment. Five to ten years from this year, and we can say, wow, Nehemiah said that five years ago, and look. Right. Jeez. That's a good one. Um, Five to ten years from now? Five to ten years from now. That's a good question. Jeez. Uh, that's a great question. It's funny. I, have, I haven't really set and looked at where I want to be like 10 years from now. You know, I'm always like a couple years out. Mm. 10 years. Uh, I've, I want to own a lot of real estate, just things that work for me so I don't have to work for it. Mm. Uh, I had my dream home by then, of course. Uh, that's the thing, Shannon. I'm going to be honest, bro. I'm at a point where I feel like I've done a lot of things, and I'm yeah. sure it's way more to do. Mm. I'm like, I mean, more countries. So I, Probably I'll be at 90 countries in five to 10 years. How many countries are there? It's like 195 or 198, something like that. But when it's all over, do you plan to touch every single country? I don't, yeah. No? I'm, if I could get 100, I'm good with it. If I could right. touch 100, I'm smooth. So if I say uh, my kids are going to be running multi-million dollar businesses um, in, the, in, in five to 10 years, I'll have every dream car I want. But more importantly, I'll probably have have helped millions of people around the world start a business in that course over the next 10 years and it's good i gotta i gotta go do homework on this yeah we got we got deal being deep now yeah i gotta do (laughs) all right um i i definitely want to wrap it up but uh but before we do two questions okay so we got some you know they're they're entrepreneurs on their on their way um, Grinder, we got Jovan and David here, so uh, get a question together, okay? Get a question. If you could ask a successful entrepreneur, seven-figure entrepreneur, any question, get that question together, okay? So um, I love to let let everybody know how they can find you. 
So you could check me out on Instagram at Neo Deviso, N-E-O-D-A-V-I-S-O. Um, to get my ebook is www.myigcashbook.com and my regular website is nehemiahdavis.com. Cool, yep. cool, cool. Awesome. All right, let's uh, let's let's get it. What we got? How do you get yourself out of the way to get to where you know you're supposed to be? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it is normally mentally. Normally the enemy is is the inner me. So I always tell people all the time is you got to get out your own way. For me, it was 14 years ago after I got fired from my temp job. I'm like, it has to work or it has to work. I realized at that moment there's nothing that's going to stop me from reaching any goal that I want to reach. And the other thing that a lot of people got to do, you got to actually eliminate the plan B. A lot of us got a lot of backup plans in place in case it don't work. Yeah. I didn't give myself if if it ain't going to work. Yeah. In the last 14 years, I have never thought like, man, it ain't working. Yeah. I just pivot. Fruit truck, boom. Cleaning company, boom. Junk removal, moving. I just kept going until I arrived at a place where I'm like, I know this thing is scalable. I know this thing could keep growing. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just, just making up in your mind that I had no other option. I have no other option to become successful. I'm the only one who's going to provide for my mom, my sisters, my family. That's on me. So when you when you make up in your mind that you want to be the person to go make it happen, nothing else, like you're going to move every other excuse out the way. Yeah. And I don't have nothing that's going, that I'm depending on. That I don't have no one providing for me. I got to go get it every yeah. day. Yeah, I love it. Every I love day. It. I love it. Dave, question. What humbles you? What humbles you? What humbles you? Uh, what humbles me? That's a good question. Um, you know, what? I, uh, in, in my answer, what humbles me is certain environments that I'm in. Oh, you have, yeah, you have an yeah. opportunity. You, I mean, at some point, mm. you really feel like, yo, you're killing. Especially like you, you, you pat yourself on the back. I'm killing. Had a great day. And then you go into another room. Yeah. And your, your great day is like a bad day. Yeah. In these rooms, so you like, oh, all right, let me, <laughs> let me, let me humble myself. Yeah. So, what a- and it's funny when you said it made me retract, like where I want to be in ten years. I'm like, I was acting like I, I, I'm, I didn't make it yet. I'm far yeah. from where I'm at, but I feel like feel good about where I am in my current yeah. life. So, if we want to say big numbers, I want to be make a hundred million. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, so, sure. but because I don't want to act like I'm just doing my smelling myself because I ain't. But what humbles me is the same thing. Um, I'm in different groups where they're really crushing it. I look at other online marketers. They're really killing it where if they knew what I was doing. They're like, what are, you ain't doing nothing. Right. So that's the same thing. Being in a room with colossal people really humbles yeah. me. Colossal people. Yeah, people are right. really killing it. There it is. There it come over a little bit. Um, all right, cool. We're about to wrap up. Get something deep together. Last closing words, okay? We're going to be deep today. Yo, make sure y'all... Um, uh, share this with somebody because uh, this podcast is very, very important. Um, just I learned a lot, and just the story is amazing, man. Of like, you know, the 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 entrepreneur is going on a path of philanthropy, and I help as many people as I can. Then I go back to get the bag, and you never know it. Probably, you know, you get to a point where it's so big, and then you go back to thirteen more years of philanthropy so um i think that's just an amazing story so make sure y'all follow mr nehemiah davis and um you can close up yeah so um my i will say environment shan said what that he kept saying at them like why you keep saying that like the number one thing that has changed 
my entire world is the people who I surround myself with, the information that I take in, and the things that I do on a daily basis. So, so I'm just challenging you to do whatever it takes to get around the right people. Get in, in, get into a mastermind, right? Join different communities. Go to different events. Like, be a student of the game and just consume as much information as possible on making you become a better individual. And this is going to be the thing that's going to allow you to get to levels that you didn't even know was possible. And challenge your excuses. And never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Some people only go to opportunities if money is attached to them. Some of your greatest opportunities may come from something that is your biggest inconvenience. So just get in the room, take action on opportunity, and never stop. There it is. Follow my brother. I appreciate you on the show, my brother. brother. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. We value your time. And that's why we want to give you the best sounding, best produced quality of content we possibly can. And this podcast you've been listening to has been edited and produced by yours truly. I'm Donald The Voice. I'm a 10 year voiceover artist, narrator and production specialist that wants to see only the best life giving, equipping and long lasting content be produced to help others. So if you have commercial video editing or other production needs, I'd love to talk with you. That's right. Visit DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page to talk about how we can work together to bring your content to life. Okay, so you're not an email person. Well, you can also contact me on Instagram at DonaldTheVoice or on Facebook.com forward slash Donald.TheVoice. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive, and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans. Like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.